Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of 36, the ACT Prep Podcast. Glad to have you back for another episode, and today we're jumping into the science section. Going a little bit out of order, but um, I think it'll just be better to cover the science now, and then we'll hit the other sections later on in the podcast. So don't worry, the other subjects are coming, but for now, let's jump into science. So if, you, if you're looking at the blog again, um, just go ahead and open up that 2018 test. Again, the same one we've been looking at this whole time. And um, scroll on down to the science section. It starts on page 40. And for those of you not using the blog, I'll just explain this as best I can. So let's just talk about the basics, the overview of the science section. So the science test has 40 questions in 35 minutes. So it gives you just under a minute per question. Timing-wise, it ends up being exactly the same as the reading, actually. One thing you want to look out for, though, is that these passages in the science section are not the same length. Each science section has six or seven passages, and they range between five and seven questions each. So as far as timing goes, a good general rule of thumb is that you want to do ten questions in about eight minutes. So by the time you hit question 20, you should be roughly 16 minutes in, kind of give or take. That's a good benchmark to, to gauge if you're staying on top of the, the time for this section. Another thing to watch out for is that there are three different kinds of passages. You have the charts and graphs passage. You have the study slash experiment passage, which is similar to the charts and graphs, except it talks about a study or an experiment. And then there's the opposing viewpoint passage. So on any given science section, you will have either two or three charts and graphs passages, two or three study-slash-experiment passages, and one opposing viewpoint passage. Now the strategy for the charts and graphs and the study-slash-experiment passages is about the same. The strategy for the opposing viewpoint passage is quite a bit different. So one thing I want you to figure out as you're practicing for the science section is whether or not the opposing viewpoint passage is a problem for you or not. If it is a problem for you, I want you to do it last. If it's not a problem for you, you should do it first. The reason for this is because it's so different than the other kinds of passages, it's a good idea to either have it at the beginning or the end so that you don't break up the other kinds of passages. You're not starting on the other passages, taking this one in the middle, taking the opposing viewpoint in the middle, and then going back to the other passages. It causes the shift in mental thinking, like the mental strategy you have to employ. So it's good to have it either at the beginning or the end, so that your mind doesn't have to bounce between two different ways of thinking more than one time. So that being said, let's talk about how to identify these different kinds of passages and what, what the key differences are. So if you're looking at this 2018 test, passage one basically just has a paragraph of information, then there's a graph, a chart, um, and then a table, and that's about all. So this is a classic charts and graphs type passage. It's very basic. There's just a paragraph kind of explaining a little bit of what's going on. There's a graph and a chart, and then there's a bunch of questions. So that's the way to identify the charts and graphs type passage. Um, it's pretty simple. There's nothing too out of the ordinary to look out for. If we scroll down to passage three, you'll notice passage three has a paragraph, a chemical equation, another paragraph, a little drawing, another paragraph, and then a paragraph with some steps in it, and then a little heading that says experiment one with a sentence and then a graph, and then one that says experiment two with another sentence and then a graph. This one, as you may have guessed, is a study slash experiment passage. The easy way to identify these ones is just look for the italicized words that say either experiment or study. 
If it says experiment or study somewhere in italics on the passage, it's a study slash experiment passage. So these ones are very similar to the charts and graphs passages, and they can look almost identical, but just watch out for those italic-sized words. Those tell you the difference between these two types of passages. And in the coming episodes, we'll see why that's important. And then if you go back up to passage 2 on this 2018 test, this one you'll notice there's a paragraph, and then there's this chart thing, and then it says student 1, student 2, student 3, student 4. There's those four headings, and each one has a little paragraph below it. This is an opposing viewpoint passage. The giveaway to this one is these italicized headings. Again, you have student 1, student 2, student 3, student 4. These are four people, and they're each presenting a different hypothesis on some kind of scientific thing. So the way these ones work is there's always an introduction that introduces some scientific phenomenon or topic, and then there's different viewpoints on this topic. In this case, we have four students weighing in. A lot of the time you'll see, for example, scientist one, scientist two. There's always between two and four viewpoints, and it could be scientist, it could be student. I've also seen a couple passages that say hypothesis, so like the protein hypothesis versus the DNA hypothesis. So watch out for those words, and if you see any of those things, it means this is your opposing viewpoint passage. So this is the one you want to either do at the very beginning or do at the very end. And remember, if you're good at this passage, if you notice you do well, just do it right at the beginning. If you notice that you do poorly, that this one's harder than the others, that you don't like it as much, any of those things, that tips you off, you should just do this passage at the very end. So as you're going through the passage, you would do passage 1, this one's passage 2, so you just skip it, go down, do passage 3, 4, 5, etc. And then after you finish the last one, come back up to passage 2 and finish it off. So those are the three types of passages. Um, I'm just going to go over the other passages in here real quickly and just identify for you what kind they are. So if we look at passage 4, we have a paragraph, a little circuit drawing, another paragraph, a chart, another short paragraph, and another chart. But it doesn't say study or experiment anywhere on here in italics. So this is just a charts and graphs type passage. Looking down at passage 5, I'm just looking down and I see study in italics. This means it's a study slash experiment passage. So it may sound a little trivial or tedious, but knowing how to recognize these passages is actually very important, and it'll help you do better on the science section. And you'll see why in the coming episodes. Just continuing on, passage 6 says study 1 in italics, so that's a study slash experiment, and that's the end of it. So it's pretty easy to identify these passages, and it's very helpful, like I've said, for getting the best science strategy you can. So there's the basic intro to the overall structure of the science section. We'll dive into each of these different passages in coming episodes and look at example passages and example questions. But I just want to end with this thought for the science section. This is something you may have heard before, or maybe not, but the science section actually has nothing to do with your scientific knowledge. You don't need to be good at science. You don't need to know much of anything about science, really, to do well in the science section. This section is all about how well you can find information on a page. So I've, I've tutored a lot of people for this section over the years, and I've noticed that there's maybe four or five questions on the science section that actually involve scientific knowledge, and the rest of the questions are all about, one, understanding the question, and then two, being able to find that answer on the page. Those are the two steps to succeeding on a science section. And it's really about your, your ability to break down questions, turn them into something you understand, 
and then scan around and find likely places where information is stored on the page. And in the coming episodes, we'll go over a little bit more of how to do that, a little bit more specifics and examples. But just remember, the actual science you know is not nearly as important as practicing and getting down a pretty tight strategy for how to approach the science section. So that's all I wanted to cover in this episode, just a brief introduction to the science section for you. Um, again, in coming episodes, we'll dive a little bit more into specific strategies and things like that. If you know of any friends that are trying to prepare for the ACT, anyone that maybe wishes they had a tutor but don't, can't find one, can't afford one, anything like that, this is who this podcast is targeted to, or anyone that just doesn't want to sit down with a tutor um, and spend that time each week. Um, I really want this to be accessible to people who are looking for an easy at-home way to prepare for the ACT that doesn't cost any money and that has some helpful tips. So so please spread it around and let the people have a listen. I know it's helpful for a lot of people. So I just want to end this episode with a quick shout-out to Monty, who emailed in recently. He uh, told me that he improved by nine points on the ACT, which is phenomenal. That's huge. So he's been listening to the podcast, but he's been putting in a lot of practice outside the podcast as well. I definitely can't claim full credit for that increase. He's been doing a lot of work on his own. He's been working hard. But um, awesome increase, and it is possible, everyone out there that's trying to improve, it's possible to improve by by nine points, by six points, by three points. Um, as long as you practice problems consistently, your score will go up. That's basically a guarantee. And hopefully this podcast will just help guide you to some strategies that will help you and help supplement the practice um, you're hopefully already doing to improve so i'll just end the episode there again email me at 36act podcast at gmail.com if you want any want to send me any tips suggestions or if you're interested in individualized tutoring i mentioned that last episode but i'm starting that up again in august so um, just let me know and i'd love to hear from you guys but uh, until next time have a great day